Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Now pass goes to Clay Times, who somehow got away with it to Batazzi, and he dumped it. That felt amazing. I will never take for granted dunking the basketball, period. It doesn't even have to be in the NBA. It could just be in the driveway. Uh, so that felt really good. Felt really good. Can't relate, Raymond. <laughs> this is Clay Thompson, and you are listening to The Morning Roast on 95.7 The Game. Clay Thompson with a nice bounce-back game. He sat on the foul trouble, three fouls in the first, what was it, 15 minutes of the game? No, first... My math is wrong. First 19 minutes of the game, he had three fouls. Sat out most of the first half, only took two shots. Second half, played a lot better. And it was good for him because the previous three, he was shooting in the mid-20s from three mm-hmm. in the floor. Um, and that was after a 16-game heater. But you know when it comes to Clay Thompson, he's so polarizing, man. The pigeon swings from left to right as soon as he has a rough game. But a lot of perspective there. And I want to get into a soundbite a little bit later about Clay Thompson, what he said last night. I think it was very important. And I appreciate the authenticity of a Clay Thompson here. But we'll get to that in a second because we're rolling on Draymond Green. And Shaska, I'm with you. I'm, I'm I'm loving this starting lineup. I'm loving seeing the young guys grow. I'm with you. This is not a championship team with or without Draymond Green, in my opinion. Are they a playoff team? They can make the playoffs in the West. So there's yeah, going to be a lot of movement. So. You know, their schedule does get a little softer here. But when you're the Warriors and you're one game under 500, you can't really look at it like that. No. you got to take it game by game. But when it comes to Draymond Green... Because we're getting closer and closer to figuring out what's going to happen here. He's suspended indefinitely. How many games has he missed now? Has it been eight? Nine? I've kind of lost count here. My my mind he's played in like a handful of games. (laughs) It's kind of wild. So what's going to happen when he does come back? Like, that is the million-dollar question. We're going to have Anthony Slater on at 8 o'clock, our 95-70 Game Insider, and we'll dive deeper into it because he's been asking questions about... (laughs) He is a mashed potatoes guy. He's been asking questions to Steve Kerr about Draymond Green, about the communication, about the contact, and, you know, Steve Kerr, yeah, there hasn't been much contact between the two parties. I'm going to throw some names at you, and, and you could... Get in where you fit in, I guess. Like Keyshawn Johnson, Ron Artest, T.O. Like all these guys were very good players. And at some point, they did not have championship pedigree that Draymond has or the connectivity to the fans, the best player, the organization, the owner, the way that Draymond did. But none of them had a laundry list of things as deep as Draymond's. Now, Ron Artest obviously had some stuff with the Indiana Pacers, but... 
All of those guys got suspended for what felt like the rest of the season for their teams, and then they moved off them immediately. Yeah. yeah. As soon as they could. To me, it feels, again, this is just my feel. I, he could come back, I guess, you know, but it feels like they're going to hold them out until they can find a trade partner, and then they're just going to move them. And I'm ready to turn the page. And I think self-awareness is the most important um, attribute in life, especially in sports. You need to be self-aware. And if the the Warriors are self-aware, which I think they are, I think they're a very smart, intelligent organization. Are they perfect? No. Nobody is. But they understand their reality. And their reality is right now, we might be better off without him than Mm. we are with him. You know. And I'm coming to that conclusion. You know. The situation last year was really botched, I believe, because you didn't do nothing about the Jordan Poole situation. And then you think about this season. He's missed the last 10 games, Shasky. He's missed the last 10. And it's just happened quickly. I didn't realize that December 12th against Phoenix was December 12th. I thought it was like two weeks ago. It felt like it, right? So he's been out for 10 games. There's no end in sight. And here's Steve Kerr in the pregame presser with the Draymond Green update. We're into January now. I was just wondering on the Draymond front, is he back in the facility at all, or is there just any update? He, he's not been in the facility, at least with us. You know, he may, he may have been coming in on his own. Are you in contact with him at all? A little bit, yeah. We text, um, but you know, he's we've been giving him his space. He's been giving us hours. I know what he's trying to deal with isn't necessarily on the court, but do you know as far as the type of shape he's in? You know, is it going to be even once he comes back, it's going to take a while? Steve Kerr, very short there. I remember Anthony Slater last week, he asked him, like, you know, something about Draymond. He goes, well, he's not here right now, so can't do anything about it. And the way he said that was like, well, it's Draymond's fault he's not here. Well, It'd be I- nice to have him, but, you know. He's not here because of his on-court actions. I think there's a lot of things we can criticize Steve Kerr for um, and praise him for. I think this situation, what the heck is he supposed to say? Like, honest to God, like, a grown man who's telling you, like, that he's going to change and this is the most important year, and he's out here throwing elbow punches at Nurkic, which is just ridiculous. It's I mean, just it, trying the whole to sell thing, a foul call. It was ridiculous. He said he was trying to sell a foul I don't, call. I, I don't care what he was it saying. Was, it was just wild. Like, wait, first of all, why are you trying to sell a foul call at the three-point line? You're not going to shoot the ball in that situation. Your back's to the basket. Okay. What are you selling? You know what my favorite highlight is right now? <laughs> the the montage of Draymond oh. Shanae. Because people used to say, like, hey, if you want, you can go Google one-handed Larry Bird passes on YouTube. And it's a 12-minute video. You could do the same with Draymond Green shenanigans. His mixtape packages are unbelievable. I forgot the majority of the things that he's done over the years. And they missed some. And they missed some. So I get all these, you know, it's it's crazy because you get a lot of, for your friends, who like, they sent them to you. They just sent them to you. And I appreciated them all. I'm like, damn. Damn, House they don't of highlights. Age well. House of highlight. I mean, you name it. Every YouTube user has a Draymond Green highlight package. Doc, the, the and, WWE and so, memes are out of control. But then now, when you have that bullseye on your back, because the the league, I think, did look at the way the Warriors handled the situation. They probably say, you know what, we got to step in. I think the enough's enough. The, enough's enough. And Joe Dumars is out here calling the shots. And Joe, Joe Dumars is to babysit this guy. He's coming to Pistons all the time. Come to his camps and stuff. Joe Dumars knew enough's enough. And really, when you're in Sacramento, you're doing a WWE thing. You get kicked out against the Cleveland Cavaliers. You're still doing the same thing. Like, I get where Draymond is. Draymond Green is a very cerebral player. He was playing good basketball this season. But when is enough enough? Well, I mean, like, I, honestly, honest to God. That's, honest to God. I'm doing the pre-post pre game shows, I know. right? 
and it became exhausting talking about him. Because we started talking about the same damn thing with Draymond Green. Not his on-court play. Not him hitting four threes against the Clippers. Not him shooting over 40% for the three-point line. Not him being more aggressive offensively. We kept talking about the other stuff but that had nothing to do with basketball. But I guess the part for me, this is the part that's the most exhausting. It's not all of the shenanigans. It's the refusal to acknowledge culpability. Yep. From Draymond. And that's where I'm like, okay, all right, you're going to be defiant forever. I'm ready to turn the page. I I, I think that he's exhausted his teammates, and they clearly, look, they're not perfect. They're they're not going to win a championship, so there's going to be nights where they don't look good. But to me, it seems like they're more connected right now, and the ball's hopping, and they're playing a pretty good uh, brand of defense. It's not as good. Draymond's a better individual defender and a help defender. And he misses communication. Yeah, there's no doubt. Like, you're going to take some losses here. But, like, overall... The vibes are just better. They well, just are. Steph Curry touched on it the other day, saying our off-court chemistry is really, really good. They're just trying to find it on the court. And look, when you have Steph and Clay who's been here for 15 years and 13 years, them trying to adjust to the young guys, there needs to, they, need, they need to meet in the middle. There needs to be some balance here. But trying to welcome in the young guys and playing with these guys and figuring things out on the fly, plus you got to fit in CP3, and then there's going to be an odd man out in Moses Moody who's going to pick up DMPs for whatever reason. I... When it comes to Draymond, it felt like last summer was the perfect time to just move on after what happened last season. That was like to, we've gone through the whole Draymond Green experience. It ain't going through that last year. Last season was not a fun year to cover. It was not a fun year to cover because we're all tiptoeing. The way we talk to Jordan Poole, the way we talk to Draymond Green, we're all walking on eggshells saying, "What's up with Jordan Poole?" You could tell because we didn't we didn't talk. December 22nd, when Jordan Poole came back to town, it was a Friday night. Oh, yeah. You were off. Oh, yeah. And that night, some people thought, well, he shouldn't get a standing ovation. Well, I think Dub Nation thought differently. Because they gave him a standing ovation. He got the video tribute, and the guy choked up. Jordan Poole choked up. What about how the former war or the former teammates, excuse me, the Warriors. All of them. I thought that they were dapping him up. It felt very sincere oh, and genuine. Steph Curry was hugging him during his pregame routine. GP2 is chopping it up yeah. with him. JK, Kavon Looney, Clay Thompson. Anthony Slater had the great piece with Jordan Poole to sit down with him. And you heard how Clay Thompson discussed him. He's like, man. Jordan Poole and I had some great games when everybody was out. We helped carry the team, and he helped carry mm-hmm. us. And it was good to hear because Clay Thompson, and I'm I'm not trying to go back to Clay Thompson, but for some reason, it was very odd to me that the narrative around him was, oh, he couldn't stand Jordan Poole because Jordan Poole was coming for a spot. And I'm thinking to myself, well, damn, Clay Thompson's older brother works out Jordan Poole before every game. They're boys, and a guy like Jordan Poole can help extend the career of Clay Thompson because of the way he plays and the way he attracts defense. But the way his teammates all gravitated towards Jordan Poole that day, I think a lot of people needed to be checked because it was starting to be recklessness. Around, and it was all centered around Draymond Green. He doesn't deserve a standing ovation because of what he said to Draymond. First of all, you don't know what the hell was said to Draymond Green in that training camp. The fact Draymond Green turned and slugged his teammate was enough. And so... Seeing that, and they're like, damn, Draymond Green got a young player shipped off. Shipped off, got $100 million, and he comes into the season as the most important year of his career, and you're out half the games. I don't know what's going to happen, Chasky. I don't know what's going to happen if he comes back. I don't know if he gets traded. I have no clue what's going on with Draymond Green. But you just hope if he does come back, can you just change for the betterment of the good? Because we are having fun watching this team. I know it's funny, right? Guys, he told us he's never going to change. It's going to be Day-Day. And I'm not trying to rip on Day-Day, but damn. Just listen to Steve Kerr, Steph Curry, when they talk about current Draymond. 
they feel over him. Like that's the feeling I get from from their words, from their body language, from their tone. Because I think that that matters. Like right. the tone about how you talk about right. someone, I think it matters. And Joe, you're you're searching too hard. I get the feeling everybody's over him, and I've been over him. And people can say that you know, Joe, you've been a hater of Draymond's forever. Yeah, because I'm exhausted. I'm, and it's well, not because of the kid. I'm exhausted with Draymond's shenanigans. And I've been exhausted with well, Draymond's funny. shenanigans. It's funny because a lot of, you know, I see a lot of text saying, man, What are they saying? Well, Jordan Poole was not good. That's why he got shipped off. Well, the guy who's not good, he still gave you 20 points a game. And now we're begging for 20-point scores outside of Stephen Curry. Begging for but them. two wrongs don't make a right. <laughs> Just because Jordan Poole might not be the great vehicle for this conversation doesn't mean that things weren't done against him that were out of line. Yeah. And, and like, both can be true. Like, maybe Jordan Poole isn't the greatest you know, guy to work with. I don't know. I didn't work with him. But the guys that did were showing right. him a lot of love on the no. court before, during, and after that game the other day. And that meant a lot to me. No. I mean, I, I think. I think you could you could tell when it's fake and sincere, or right. when it's sincere, no, it and sincere. that felt sincere. It was sincere, and the guy yeah. was going to choke up. The guy was going to choke up, but we're going to move off from Draymond because you know what I said to Spadoni a couple weeks ago. I said, you know what? Because we had callers like, what's going to happen when Draymond gets back? I said, we'll cross that bridge when we cross it. And we'll cross that bridge when we cross it. He's not here right now. The Warriors win, so let's talk about the guys on the court. Not the guys off the court. GP2 is going to be off the court for a while I mean, with the left hamstring strain. He just got back Saturday. Now he's going to be out again. But let's talk about the guys on the floor. Started with Steph Curry, J.K., Clay Thompson, Pumpkin and Man? a great sound. And, and who? Pumpkin Man. Oh, fuck. God. I'm not going to go with that one. I'm, not, I'm going to leave that alone. Oh, my God. I don't even know what that means. I'll explain. I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous to kind of dive into it. Well, we shall go down the road. He's not a jack-o'-lantern. No, I was going to call him Jack. Oh, boy. It's Jack okay. Wiggins. By the way, I've been watching a lot of Cinderella lately. That movie aged well. Oh, Cinderella? It's made in the 50s. Still good. Disney with Dad today? <laughs> Moana. Bonte Encan edition? Encanto. Oh, man. I do have five things that I've wanted to talk to oh, Bonte about. Let's do it. I've got four down territory uh -oh. regarding college football. And I've got my quarterback big board <laughs> headed for the draft. So you tell me when you're ready, B. All right, we'll, we'll tell you when you're ready. We'll play some clay sound on the other side. I do want to get the four downs and your college football quarterbacks because I <sighs> we sure Penix ain't better than Caleb Williams. That's what's coming up. Sponsored by Fremont Bank Full Service Banking. No compromises. Absolutely incredible. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 